Go ahead. Go ahead, skin it. Skin that smoke wagon and see what happens. We're not intimidated by thugs. Mugs, pugs, thugs. Litwits, halfwits, dimwits. Thug means never having to say you're sorry. Any thug can kill. I want you to take your ego out of the equation. Thug life. Bud White is a valuable officer. White's a mindless thug. Oh, hell yeah. They got robbers, thugs, drug dealers. Right, you name it. Got any thug in you? Well, what I'm saying is the only issue that I take with the draft house now is I remember when I could go, I could get a pizza and a pitcher of beer for like 20 bucks. Yeah, that's not the case. That's not the case at all anymore. And that it's been my issue for a while, but it really gets driven home when you're sitting there looking at like, God damn, they really are just. Again, over the top with everything. Hey, baby, now. did you see the facility? Yeah, that yeah. shit ain't free. Mm-hmm. That's true. We just got back from the 30th anniversary of Ghostbusters in the theater. Yeah, which and is it awesome. was fantastic. It really was. It really was. See, I I appreciate how nice it all is, but at the same time, it's like, well, all these other again, they ain't mourning my fucking loss. Oh. You know, they've got they've got enough shit going on. So I'm, I'm sure my. they. <laughs> I want to mourn. Of Jim. Of Jim, yes. Yeah. And that's just my only issue is I remember when it was, you know, it, it was priced like a restaurant, not a concert. Yeah, well. And now we're, we're not quite at concert yet, but. Not there yet. Yeah, but. I remember when they did the fucking bucket of Paps Blue Ribbon for like six, like, like eight bucks. Hey, that's not their fault. You blame the hipsters, mister. Yeah. Well, no, we just, success does that, you know? And it's one of those things. I remember my dad and I have this conversation from time to time where he's like, you know, my problem is. You know, a working class father can't take his kids to a baseball game. And I was like, that's right. Yes. Mm-hmm. But they sell the fucking place out every night. So, yeah. So, you know, it's, yeah, it sucks. And I agree with you, but they have proven we will pay it. They have proven that the fucking market will bear it. You're worth what someone will pay you. Exactly. Like my, whatever my, that service may be. My folks, my dad, the only game he's not going to for UT, at the UT home game this year is uh, the UCLA. And right. it's being played up at Jerry World. Mm. And um, the tickets are like either 80 or 100 bucks more each. God. And a parking pass is 80 bucks. Parking wow. is 80. And I, when you've reached the point that you are on top of everything charging 80 bucks, it, okay, you know. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, people are willing to pay it, but. <laughs> I'm sorry. That is the most goddamn adorable video I've ever seen. <laughs> It's the fucking chaviest little ch- like that is Jackie Tyler as a child. That is she is the chav princess of oh, Chavafray right now. Oh my god! Chantal. I look back sometimes at Jackie Tyler and like, wow, she wasn't that bad. And then I'll see an episode on uh-huh. BBC like one in the afternoon yeah. on a Sunday, mm-hmm. and all you think, oh, God <laughs> Almighty, yes. What's your name, Space? <laughs> He's in a fuck. He's a fucking time lord that yeah. travels through time and space. Yeah. What you mean, alien? Uh, don't push that button. Don't do whatever you do. Don't do that. No, I would never do it. Oh God. Yes. Yeah, it's a yes. real fucking head yes. smacker. But what can you Bizarre. do? Bizarre. Fucking hell. <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> you, uh, oh yeah, I sent you my mm. mom's breaking jam mm-hmm. video. 
I'm gonna have to you drop right. that at you, some point. You goddamn right. <laughs> now say my name, Nana. You goddamn right. <laughs> you I can tell right. a little bit by the way she did. She had a few no drinks really because just no. The, no, the, just, you goddamn right. That goddamn is right. you. Imp- that is you imitating your mom after she's had a few drinks. Well, there we are. Right. Yeah. Maybe she always has a few drinks. <laughs> she's. That Michelin Webb did this uh, this bit about a guy who um, the inebriati, mm. where it's like the people who rule rule the world are these folks who have found there's that magic bit when you're just at the end of your second drink, yeah, and the world's everything seems possible in the world, and it's like that's how they chose people to rule the world is you had to be always just just there slightly shy of drunk that 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 two beer buzz that is a uh, great place to be mm-hmm. if you could just hold on to oh, that God, moment yes. oh. everything is better uh-huh. when you're just a little bit just a little bit when as they said everything in life is better when you're ever so slightly drunk slightly and it genuinely is it genuinely it really is. is everything else is fine yeah. I, I tend to be very like i don't want to do that fuck that i, I can't do it. no 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 mm. i don't want no no i can't be bothered with any of that mm-hmm. a couple of real drinks in me oh like, do man well, fuck Suddenly it, let's do it. ready to go. Fucking Sherwood Forest, let's fucking do it. Where is it? That's like almost Mainer. Fuck it, let's go. Yep, and now it's soundboarded, so we can have this anytime we want. Woo! alcoholic lager beer. I just love it. I want you to know that, Drees. In the Sherwood Forest. We're the only two people who get why that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Just a big, big uh, to Richie to appear. I need to, uh, to, you to hold these stones in the moonlight. And, uh, <sighs> and tell them that we love them and that we don't want them to die. <laughs> Do you remember when he almost got b- arrested in in New Braunfels during, during camp one year when... Uh, he was outside and burning what everyone described as looking like a giant joint, like a big old oh, chicken yeah. joint. He was um, he was burning sage, sage to purify essence. He was smudging the outdoors. Yeah, and when the cops walk up on the blonde, rat-tailed Chinese waiter, yes, <laughs> and ask, uh, "What is that giant joint?" And he goes, "Oh no, I'm purifying the essence of the outdoors." You're not really making your case for this is not an illegal drug. No, no. Not no, at all. Not In at all. In fact, it went from maybe to... Uh, oh, oh dear. Yes. This young man's on goofballs. <laughs> Hepped up, as it were. Yeah. Hepped the hell up. Um, Hope and I were talking on the drive home about uh, the, the Ghostbusters, and she's like, when you're a kid, you don't... You laugh at what Bill Murray says, but you don't really get it. You don't really understand why it's so funny. Like, this is a great plan. I'm excited to be a part of it. Like, you don't really understand why that's such a fucking great one. And that's bad. <laughs> you don't really understand why uh, Sigourney Weaver possessed at, you know, when you're eight or nine. Mm-hmm. Why is that compelling to me? Why yeah. do I want... Why do I want more of this? I want more of this. Uh-huh. Why does that... Other guy with the glasses, Egon. Why does he treat that other pretty lady weird? Because she looks all right. Annie Potts. The more I look at that, Annie Potts is fucking beautiful in this. Like they played up the nerdy angle, uh, the nerdy angle of that. So you were apparently supposed to forget that she was fucking crazy hot. I guess. Now it's like, uh, no, Annie Potts is fucking gorgeous. Yeah. 
period. Uh, what the fuck is wrong with you, Egon? Well, I think it's a wonderful way to spend your leisure time. She's reading People magazine. <laughs> <laughs> Print is dead. Oh, that was good. Yeah, it I've really never was. seen that on the big screen. And now a, a grand historical crime mm-hmm. has been corrected. I've seen it on the big screen once in Panama. It's sold like... Well, here's what I love. You know how here in the U.S. when they sell all of the tickets for mm-hmm. – when they sell all of – t- one ticket for every seat, they will stop selling tickets? Yeah. No. They don't do that over there. It was at the Fort Clayton Movie Theater. There were people like standing up along the aisles for wow. it. It was fucking ridiculous. And it had like yellow subtitles in, in Spanish. That's all that I remember really was it big yellow subtitles because wow. it was in Spanish. But yeah, Goonies, Gremlins, and Ghostbusters were the big, the three G's of around <laughs> that time. And I'm going to be honest, Ghostbusters is the only one that holds up as an adult. Well, like, yeah. Goonies is still good, but that definitely, if I showed that to an adult for the first time, they'd be like, yeah, it's, it's a fun little adventure for you. Ghostbusters, I think, has the exact same reaction that you would have gotten originally I think on so, it. Yeah. And Hope pointed something out, and I'm not sure... Uh, where this fell, but she was like, the product placement was fucking ridiculous in that. I was like, really? What do you oh, mean? Yeah. She was like, Cheez-Its, Cheez-Nips, this, that, like, every Wise day, Budweiser. Chips. Yeah, Wise Potato Chip, Budweiser, Coca-Cola, and, and I was like, I don't know, was that, was that, like, paid product placement, or was it just at a time when they were like, whatever? I, I think so. Yeah. But I don't, I don't think that anyone made that big of a deal about it right. back then. Or like, yeah. Yeah. yeah we but the product placement was... They're having dinner. Yeah. There's Budweiser. Right. There's a Coca-Cola. Yeah, there's a Coca-Cola in the fridge. He's in his office. Yeah. The bag of chips behind him. Well, it's a pretty sloppy office, so that kind of makes yeah. sense. Uh-huh. So if it was product pla- product placement, I'm sure it was. Yeah. At least it, you know, it wasn't yeah. a Mountain Dew Coke machine that came alive right. in the middle of a robot war. Uh-huh. Even though I'm for that. Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, yeah. go for it. Oh, hell yeah. But... And whichever company pays more, theirs wins. Yeah, that's fine. And make it no, like that's a fucking crunch blo- is the first one. You're like, oh, okay. uh-huh. no, you've earned you've it. Earned that's it. odd. Yeah, I, actually, the line from him that, that I've, I'm going to take back some of the stuff I've said about you. <laughs> some of the things I've said about you. you you've, you've earned, earned it. it. Oh man, that really. And what's so funny? I want to get one of those jumpsuits to do like my wow. forever Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. No, my no, Christmas no, no. You're, you're costume. Right. Yeah. My Halloween costume. Yeah, exactly. Every... I was thinking the exact same thing in the theater. Yeah. Why don't I have a jumpsuit that says mm. Campbell on it? And we'll call it a day. Yeah. I think it's, uh, Dirks, Campbell, get the patches, do mm-hmm. all that shit. We should I'm totally done. fucking make that happen. And soon. I'll never have to buy any more clothes again. Yeah. Yeah. How's this... that for pragmatic Scotsman? Yeah. I'll have to put my name on it because honestly, everyone can't be Venkman. No. And when you were kids playing Ghostbusters, Everybody wanted to be yeah. Vankman, period. Yes. Like on the uh, the Ghostbusters video game, which was fun as hell. I'm amazed it didn't do better. There was shit you could do online where you, you know, catching shit. To, mm. And when the way that it works is like you get into a lobby. Okay, we're going to play this game. Then it goes to pick your character. And you could always tell who the first person to get to pick your character was because it was always Vankman. <laughs> always Vankman. Right. Go with Ray. Ray, yeah. Ray's all right. Egon is fucking Egon, man. Egon's, oh, I'd go with all yeah. of them. Only if I could be Winston from the second movie. Yeah. Without the mustache. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of like the, the outfit from the second one where they go. The darker ones. The yeah. darker ones. Those are cool, but yeah. It's, the rest is good. 
good stuff. It really is. And goddamn, Bill Atherton. He's got that. Uh, who's the guy who played Shooter McGavin? Christopher. Uh, Jack Del Rio? Yes, Jack Del Rio, yeah. <laughs> um, but th- there are those guys who I'm betting off camera. Bill Atherton's the fucking nicest guy in the world. I'm betting that Will Atherton has to be. Yes, yes, because he has what you call that cocksucker face. He's got, yeah, he's got resting bitch face. Yeah, and no matter what, every and, and it's, it's okay. Those, so do I. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, every movie, Weird Science. Um, uh, what else was he? Uh, no, no, not Weird Science. Real Genius. Um, Die Hard. Die Hard. Yeah, and 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 uh, and Ghostbusters. Those three alone. And he played motherfuckers in a lot of other things, but those are the big three that stand out to me. It's just the guy you want to see. He's just a particular prick yeah. in that one. In Real Genius, there's more of him pricking it up. Right. But at the end of the day, just kind of a dick. Right. Not as big of a dick as the heroes in that film make it out to be. Right. Well, at all. And what I love is for all of the whatever... Uh, who's the villain in Ghostbusters? The EPA. Yeah. Oh, yes. I was about to say. Yeah. Everything was right in the Ghostbusters. People yep. were smoking uh-huh. left and goddamn right. Yep, it didn't yep. matter. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's have a beer for lunch. Lunch beers. Yeah, it didn't. Yeah. Make, it didn't make it fuck. Everything yep. was okay with the world. The EPA were still the bad guy. Yeah, openly mm-hmm. the bad guy. Of course, guy. Andrew Lloyd Webber has to be a real hot penis about everything. <laughs> yeah, that's BoJack Horseman, by the way. Yeah, so yeah, that's that's all it is. He just rolls up and oh no. It's a, it's a, and I believe uh, this. I believe this. I believe that. Well, what the fuck do you know? <laughs> that doesn't matter. Give me That's some ridiculous. proof. Yeah, Ghostbusters. Fucking fantastic, man. Yeah, really is. Fucking fantastic movie. That should really have a quote along. If it's not the, obviously, it's 30th anniversary, so right. we'll leave it alone. But, uh-huh. but yeah, back man, to the, that's hard for me to shut up. Yeah, yeah. Well, at least you weren't sitting next to the, you know, the folks that were having to talk the little kid with them through the movie. And again, it's one of those yeah. where it's like... Don't talk the kid through it. Just fucking lean over to grandma and say, will you stop talking to the child? Which is sort of difficult to do. You're goddamn right. And then fucking write it or write a complaint and get them thrown out. Well, yeah, I'd be torn too. Yeah, I don't want you talking your kid through every yeah. frame of this film. But I'm also glad you took your kid to this film. Yeah. So, yeah. Ah! Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. know how to feel. Yeah. I feel so funky. And what I hate is with the reserved seating, you can't move. No. Nope. No. And I hate it when we looked at it. There was like a seat next to you was open. Mm-hmm. And then like that was it on your row. So I was almost like. Uh, yeah. And someone decided that no. That seat's not open. No. That's for me. I uh. sat right down and laughed. It's really good for audio. Every time he laughed, he bent over. And not a bent over laugh. Uh-huh. That was just how he went. Oh. <laughs> uh. Uh-huh. <laughs> what that I was odd. The, the, the worst, not the worst audience. I still remember going to see uh, the Dance and Outlaw documentaries about mm. Jesco White at the Alamo oh, Draft yeah. House. And there's a bit where they were talking through, you know, all of the dead family members these people have. You know, this person did, this person did. And anytime they hit one of the daughters, mm-hmm. only the daughters, the woman sitting next to me went, oh, oh. <laughs> He's like, you know, this person, and you know, then his daughter, she got beat to death by her husband. Oh, oh, and then this other daughter, she died in. Ch- oh, oh, and it was always like a fucking metronome. Yeah, it was always both of them. Sons, like you know, well, my oldest son got killed with this. This boy got ca- shot doing this. A uh, kid died of a heart attack. Oh, and then uh, the grand, our grandmother, she died a peaceful death of old age uh, in her bed, surrounded by family. Oh, oh, literally, a woman died, and it was just oh. 
It's like the Batman Begins lady. Yeah, all those nice oh, things. Hit him again. Well, I, I still think my favorite, uh, um, my favorite statement was in, uh, Patton Oswalt was talking about going to see The Searchers in the movie theater. Mm-hmm. It's like it's fucking classic. Love. It begins with Texas 1845 on the screen. Yeah. Then there's a scene where they're having dinner together. It finishes, and the women get up to clear the table. And those, this woman sitting next to me goes, "Oh yeah, just let the women get the dishes. Let the women pick." Like it. W- and by the way, you want to trade jobs at that time? Go you, ahead. Go ahead and cha- trade jobs. Yes, I know being a woman in those eight days kind of sucked. I get it. But you know what else sucked in those days? Being anything. Well, it. Beyond that, Uh it gave you the time frame. Yeah, you know, it's not like you're watching, watching Excalibur and say, "Oh, just take a bus." Yeah, yes, Uh dumbass. Mm -hmm. Figure it out. Yeah, idiot, Uh, fucking idiot. And fucking hell. (laughs) (laughs) But of course, Andrew Lloyd Webber has to be a real hot penis about everything. I just love that line. I just fucking love it so much. But yeah, it was weird because I don't... uh, The girl was, I think, too young to be at the movie. Well, there's that. Because there there were parts where she was like freaked out and covering her fucking eyes. Because there there are one or two shots that are scary in that movie. The cabbie when I was little, like, whoa. The cabbie scared her. Sigourney Weaver getting pulled into the room with the the dog is pretty fucking scary. Um. Yeah. The 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 fucking ghost. Get her. <laughs> Who got to be the middle monster hand? That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. The uh, um. Oh, what was it? Uh. Um. Generation of people that of uh, boys raised on her as Ripley. I'm like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Yeah. Who but, cares? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Have y'all seen Ghostbusters? Yeah. Who gives a shit about her? <laughs> Being attacked by an alien. You see her when she's a fucking gatekeeper? Yeah. No, dude, aliens are more violent. Oh, well, never Okay, mind. whatever. We got, okay. got nothing to say to you. Hang out. Hang out with your bros. Of <laughs> course. <sighs> so this week, we I realized we are long fucking overdue for this one. Fucking Harold Ramis. Yeah, yeah. How could we not have talked about Harold Ramis? I don't know. He's one of the, He's, again, like... Robin Williams, just one of these guys whose humor has always been in my life. Right. Uh, and he's almost one that, that, for everything else, you have to look at him as a fucking writer almost yeah. more than anything, just because, yeah, he was in some stuff as an actor and all that, but no, nah, this man, I mean, looking at the writing credits, I can just, the fact that I can rattle off Animal House, Meatballs, Caddyshack, Stripes, uh, Ghostbusters, Back to School, mm-hmm. Armed and Dangerous, Club Paradise, Caddyshack 2. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, Groundhog Day. I mean, Jesus H, man. This guy has churned out some incredible stuff. And then as an actor, I mean, he's he's got far less credits as an actor than he does as a as a, as a writer. But I mean, pff, <laughs> you know, <laughs> eh. He's a guy that sold, sold the the Griswolds, the family truckster. That's right. It's Emerald P. <laughs> 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 All right. So let's. Uh, Let's walk let's, through. Let's and, look at his writing. Yes, his writing. Let's uh, let's take it through by the numbers. All on the, the way writing. back to Animal House. Yes, uh, Animal House, which is a skit originally. It was, uh, and then uh. the screenplay became Animal House. Right. Um, 
And then they tried to turn it into a TV show called Delta House. Right. Which tells me they probably didn't, either they didn't have the rights to it, much like why the the cartoon The Real Ghostbusters is called The Real Ghostbusters and they mm. don't look like they do in the movie. No, no, they do mm. not. That's because they didn't have TV rights to any of that shit. So, yeah. Ugh. But yeah, so Harold Ramis starts out with Animal House. Animal House was one of those movies that I had seen for years on network. Mm-hmm. And so the first time I saw it for real, I was like, oh. It's just. I, in retrospect. Part of my DNA now. Yeah. yeah yes, exactly. At a man of my age, my experience, all those things. The scene that I look back on and is genuinely the fucking. It is a throwaway gag, but it's so goddamn brilliant. Is the hand job in the car. Yes. Because you don't even know what's happening for a while. It's like, oh. Well, I'm just going to stop if you're not even going to try. <laughs> it takes a glove off. Uh-huh. <laughs> that, that's good writing. Not just a hand job. A hand job a with a glove. hand stop yeah. and then takes a glove off. Yeah. Disgust. Oh, man. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. That's just because. He also punches the teddy bear later. And that's just one of those things. I, I just. Teddy. I just love how they set up like the unspoken code that you didn't get as a little kid. Then when you got older, it's like, oh, he's the kind of guy who, who goes for an HJ, huh? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Because the Delta Well, maybe House, that was the only she was going to, well. I don't know. The, I don't whole, know. the whole scenario just. I don't know. He's, he, he seemed a little hand jobby. <laughs> Yes. And that sentence is is a condemnation of him as a human being. He's a little Alisco, bit. <laughs> he's a little bit hand jobby. You know what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just a smidge. Oh, dude, you have to see the South Park with the shake weight. I do. Apparently, it's fucking great. It's fucking great because it's a lot about HJs. <laughs> and, uh, and they have a. They even make fun of it to where they have a larger uh, shake weight called the Big Jim. Like, <laughs> of course, out of sight. <laughs> but no, but, um, Animal House is one of those that you know. Years later, when you're older and see it, it's like, okay, I get why this was such a fucking big deal. Yeah, the, and the way that that fucking humor from that tied over into shit. Like back in the day, uh, when Craig Kilborn still hosted The Daily Show, mm-hmm. wow. anytime. Somebody died during the week. He'd start off the story by their pictures would flash up as he'd do it. He'd go, <laughs> Niedermeyer, dead. Dean Wormer, dead. And the audience would yell dead back at him. Falco, dead. That's right. The biggest gay Austrian pop star of the mid 80s has passed away. God, let's have a second of silence to remember the Daily Show with Craig Kilborn. I know. That it's the and those were the days. Yeah, the, those it, were also the days uh, when I watched. Yeah, remember those? Oh yeah, oh yeah. So do I. Uh, so do I. It's the news now. It is the news. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. You're the news. I, if, <laughs> uh, oh, more man. people get their. Oh get the, my god! Yeah, that that makes me. <laughs> That does make me want to cry. More people get their news from Fox, from this than anything. Like either one, really? Yeah. <laughs> but what <laughs> I, I love care. is what I love is how on the Daily Show, and I'm, I'm I don't watch Fox News. I I get my news. I read my news. I don't want somebody to tell me that. Yeah. 
Uh-huh. The I will on a daily basis. The three sites that I will look at for news is my main ones are I, I go to CNN, MSNBC, and Fox News just to look and see how all three of them are carrying the news. Sure. And what I love is how anything that they do on the Daily Show, if they catch someone doing something wrong, they will always find a way to turn it around, turn it around to be a Fox News bashing piece. Like, there was a bit where somebody made a statement about the the guy who, who did the theater shooting in Colorado mm-hmm. possibly being a member of the Tea Party because they found a name that was the same. And they got called on it, and the Daily Show slammed them, rightfully so. Hey, how about fucking sorry? How about we fuck? And then it right went to Fox News' reaction to it, and okay, let's make fun of them for that. It's like, oh. okay, I don't like Fox News, but seriously, you're banging the fucking drum far too much. And it's just, I'm tired of that. I'm tired of mainstream news bashing on any level. Just fucking put it out there and do news better and make it funny and then we'll be cool. Just uh, yeah. news for whatever handful of old people you're marketing to. Exactly. And I say that as a 38-year-old, but yeah. I mean there are way too many ads for the hurricane. Don't <laughs> say it. On any wow. of these networks, they get to a certain point where yeah. this old bunch of bastards set in their way believe mm-hmm. one thing and then yeah. this whole bunch of Old bastards are sitting their way, believe yeah. this. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, and, uh, my I, God. None I, of them want to go out for a drive. <laughs> I'm totally with Bourdain on that, where I'm so tired of people shrieking to the choir. I'm like, okay, we get it. We I mean, get don't it. keep on doing it, because obviously you're making money doing it. Exactly, yeah. Otherwise, you wouldn't do it, right? Right. Right. So let's let's not act like we're ideologues here. Yeah, we're yeah. we're financialogues. People people are tuning in. Yeah. Maybe not to Schultz, but someone's tuning in. <laughs> wow. So anyway. Um, Animal House Animal was House. one of those that like as a kid that felt like a rite of passage movie. Like I finally saw Animal House. <gasps> yes. So good. And uh set up the uh early days of us against them. Yes. Uh huh. Every man versus the snobs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um he always thought of himself, Harold Ramis that is, thought of himself as kind of the informed by the Groucho Marx per per Wikipedia and other things I've right, read. Right, right. To take it with a grain of salt. That he was using comedy to kind of poke fun at the aristocracy or yeah, the yeah. upper classes and bring them down just to, you know. Not piss bring out down a peg or two. Yeah. yeah. It never does, but it's funny. Yeah, yeah. And uh, It's a sweet piss take. Yeah. And it works. Yeah. It works like a some bitch. It does. It does. Especially when they are worthy of it. Mm-hmm. And the, un, you know, the Revenge of the Nerds and so many other ones that took their cues from that yeah. same kind of comedy. You mean you mean Revenge of the Nerds, where that guy that guy rapes well, the, that girl? Ra- that's the one where he rapes he rapes that girl. He rapes her. Yeah, he rapes yeah. her. He Revenge rapes of the Nerds. Her. He rapes her. Period. That's, that's called rape by deception. It's that's just, yeah. Uh, deal with that. Yeah. So so mm. you know the good guys who when you get older you kind of look. Like, whoa. How about these particular losers? Uh-huh. Maybe a reason they're all still losers. Yeah. <laughs> but in the uh, happy world of a screenplay. Oh, yes. It is some funny shit. Oh, exactly. See, and the next one Ramus was big for, uh, writing at least, was Meatballs. Uh-huh. And that one, the losers were awesome because Bill Murray was on their side. And that, and for me, that's that all really you need. helps. Yeah. That's it. That's really all you need. Because Bill Murray wouldn't would have been like, hey, don't rape that girl. Yeah, don't do don't do don't that. rape that girl. Please seduce don't. her, dum dum. Uh huh. But don't rape. I guess that's the takeaway here. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're trying to say. Yeah, don't do that. Don't, don't do, be don't do that. That guy. Don't be the rapist. 
Yeah, nobody likes the rapist. No way around that. No. So yeah, uh, but Meatballs, it's weird because Meatballs is one of those that got weird really quick with the sequels. Because I think, wasn't it like the third one? It was Aliens. It was Aliens and shit, yeah. But I mean, the first Mm -hmm. one was straight up, it was the the wacky hijinks and it ended with the big game against the other team. Yeah. The other, the the fancy folks from Rich Camp. Of course. Because, you know, you need to. You need to have that. Those fucking wasps. Yeah. Yeah, they're, and they're all—they all looked like fucking me. Like I, being a fucking. You mean us? Yes. Uh, well, here's the thing: being, being I am a, just about three yeah. inches of hair on my head, yeah. and a shave, right? And put right. a long sleeve shirt on from looking like junior varsity. But, but I will say, adding the me being blonde growing up, yeah, yeah. I, they fucking all looked like me. And it's like the only thing: if you, if you'd had that blonde hair like I had, yeah, uh, blonde roots, baby. Yeah, blonde. You, you though, yeah, you did kind of have this spader no, wave going. I, I, it's kind of. Yeah. Oh, man. I want you to grow that back. That would be so I, awesome. Just that. You Leave that everything back. the same. Yeah. Just have that fucking wave. Oh, <laughs> oh that would make, that would, uh, that, would, that would be so fucking fantastic. We'd be on TV right now yeah, if probably. we fucking did that. The 89 business school cut. <laughs> oh, dude. Uh, the cheese wedge. Yeah, really it's was fantastic. glorious. It kind of was, wasn't it? Bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But so beautiful. So luscious and flowing. (laughs) But yeah, I look at it just growing up, looking like either of us, like, fuck, I am every villain. Yeah. I am every goddamn villain in America. I embraced it later on. Yeah. 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 I never wore the the polo shirts with popped collars. Should have, though. I'm going to do that later on. Yeah. Yeah. When I'm completely covered, Mm -hmm. except hands and and, uh, neck with tattoos, Mm -hmm. that's when I'm going right back to... Dressing just like that awesome. all the time. Awesome. Like a fucking scotch ad. Oh. <laughs> he is the good friends. Tonight <laughs> is kind of special. It's going to be fucking amazing when I walk into any establishment of uh, steak and or, or booze. Yeah. It's easy to grin. Hello. <laughs> and you've got the stock market beat. For the man worthwhile... Is the man who can smile when his shorts are too tight in the seat. Exactly. Which brings us oh, to Caddyshack. Caddyshack. Ted Knight. Again. Losers you want to, against the mm, aristocracy. You want to talk about the fucking purest, like, rite of passage film for me when I was a kid. Absolutely. Caddyshack. Because it had boobs. It was funny. It had Bill Murray. Yeah. And fucking everything. There was um, the, these uh, folks in Panama. I don't even remember their names. I just remember being over at their house one day. And we were down like in the carport doing whatever because it was these houses on stilts. Every house there was on stilts. Right. And I had the carport underneath. And one of the kids was telling me about the candy bar in the swimming pool. Duty. Um, and one of the brothers, you know, they'd be arguing some. And one of the other brothers said something to mom. And mom lost. Are you talking to him about Caddyshack? Wow. Like kid was fucking straight up in for real trouble. Wow. Because he was talking about Caddyshack. <sighs> Those were good days. And it, it had so much shit that I didn't get until I was much older. Yeah. Are you Roman Catholic? <laughs> I'm afraid Same. you can't come. I'm afraid you can't come. I did not get what any of that meant when I was a kid. And then I got older. I was like, oh. Yeah. All right. I get it. World needs ditch diggers, too. <laughs> that was so fucking great. The world needs ditch diggers, too. Bye. Bushwood, Bushwood, Tump. Oh, Ted Knight. Ted Knight. Oh, oh. God, Ted Knight. 
Like you didn't realize uh, how fucking brilliant he was in that when you were a kid, and then you got older. It was like, holy shit, you're so awesome. Yeah, and like so I want to be on your side. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I love how basically Rodney Dangerfield shows up, and it's like, um, just say whatever you want. Walk into yeah, the store. Oh, hat like that, you get a free bowl of soup. I, I think I've mentioned the story before when we've talked about Caddyshack in the past, but. What the fuck? All right. Um, when they auditioned Rodney Dangerfield for his part in uh, Caddyshack, and mm-hmm. it was an audition of sorts. Right. After a fashion. Uh-huh. Um, they, I believe they went to his house, uh-huh. and he showed up in a bathrobe, <laughs> downstairs in the bathrobe, and had a little uh, Coke grinder on a necklace around his neck. He, uh, they talked about the part a little bit, and he's like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh right, 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 read a, read a couple of things. He then laid out three to four rails <coughs> on the table, uh-huh. did them all, uh, stood up and said, all right, let's eat. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. See, There's a uh, behind-the-scenes Caddyshack story on, uh, I don't remember where they, where they played it um, originally, but you can find it online. Uh-huh. It's really good. Really good. Nice. And I'd imagine Rodney was just the fucking best to work with. Had to have been. He said really, really nervous uh-huh. yeah. about everything he was doing because he wanted to do it right. Right. But, yeah. um, you know, classic comedian, very yeah. neurotic about everything, but hilarious. My mom said saw some story about him that when he first started making money as a comedian, he was, like, so nervous he kept his day job, which was, like, a door-to-door yeah. salesman. And he was at somebody's house trying to sell vacuum cleaners or fucking whatever. And he came on the television. Is that you? Oh, uh, yeah. Because, <laughs> no, somebody else who looks like that that has this fucking voice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude. But Caddyshack, again, that, that another fucking us versus them, yeah. big deal. Uh, this was his, all his baby, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Harold Ramis is direct. He wrote it, directed everything. It was mm-hmm. his, his baby all the way through. Yeah, and it was apparently a long slog, right? Hard to get through with the budget and the producers up their ass and mm-hmm. everything else. But and apparently the cast was not easy to control. I could imagine, yeah. Um, but um, yeah, but when, when it all shook out, uh-huh. they had themselves one of the funniest movies. Oh God, yes, ever made. Well, and that was like the only, the only thing I ever wonder in looking at it is it's like is Reitman was so fucking vital to that. Ramus and Reitman were such a fucking mm-hmm. great combination. Yeah. Because if you look at the shit that they did, this is one of the few that didn't have Reitman involved on it. This is one of the ones that didn't have Reitman. Right. But when you look at what they did together, you know, Ghostbusters and a little thing called Stripes. Yeah. Fuck. And like, that's easily one of the funniest movies ever made, too. Oh, yeah. I, by fucking miles. The fact that we look at, you know, of the first three movies he worked on, yeah. I fucking... Uh, yeah, that's... R- that, right out of the goddamn shoot. The John Cazale of comedy. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Even Meatballs is a fucking classic and yeah. hilarious. I mean, you have you know, Animal House, Meatballs. <laughs> what? Stripes and Caddyshack. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Meatballs and, being the low man on the totem pole simply because some of the thing You know, they probably could have used a uh-huh. brush up or two. It's still a classic. Oh, yeah. Don't get me wrong. But... You can kind of see the stitches yeah. on that one. Other well, ones, yeah, I forget about. And what I love is you can tell that there are times where they just let Bill Murray go, mm-hmm. where yeah, like the entire Cinderella story, <laughs> and it totally, he 
really coined the phrase Cinderella story. That's the first time that the phrase a Cinderella story, referring to, mm-hmm. to an athlete as a Cinderella story, that's the first time it was used. And Way so go, he, oh, yeah, he owns that. But I'm sorry, anybody who's going to tell me that, like you, Lee Harvey, you are a mad yeah. man. <laughs> you and your friend stole that cow, and your friend tried to make it with the cow. I want to party with you, <laughs> cowboy. You and me together, forget it. <laughs> that that line is not scripted. There is no fucking way that was scripted. It was just Bill going, fuck it. Uh, <laughs> God. I cannot say enough good things about Stripes. No, not at all. And the probably the best thing from it is they went back to their SCTV fran- friends mm-hmm. and were like, it's John Candy fella. I think he's got a... See, if we're in Germany, I'd have to make your bunk. Yeah. We're in oh, wait. Yeah. If you were in Italy, yeah. we'd have to make, uh, I'd have to make your bunk. But we're in Germany, so you have to make mine. Yeah. That's the he way He said the black guys have out the white guys. Oh, God. Stripes is so fucking perfect. What kind of training? Army, Army training, sir. That's the fact, Jack. That's the fact, Jack. Oh, oh. my God. And again, another movie that it just didn't make sense to me when I was a kid, but no. did much so later. And if I'm not mistook, does not Riff Randall, a big mm. fan, get her gear off in that? Yeah. 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 Like, Riff Randall, big fan. I'm Pat Simmelton. The world in my life would be. Yeah, Riff so, Randall. Oh, it's so great yeah, fucking yeah. imitating, sure imitating Johnny Ro- Joey Ramone. <laughs> and then Sean Young. Uh, uh, yeah. Also. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Yeah, that's it. What I loved about a lot of the Ramus movies. No. And this is no, not an no, insult. No, 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 John. No, I'll drive. Okay. <laughs> no. Is how many of them don't find their plot until they're in the third act. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe then. Yeah, like, they'll throw in something to send it home. Yeah. Which, you know, a, a few. Marvel, for example, yeah, just be fun and then yeah, just run it. And then, oh now. shit, it's about this. Okay, all right, it, people will forgive it. It's mm-hmm. fine. It's fine. You know what I kind of love? What makes me what makes me like Anthony Bourdain a little bit more? I think his production company mm-hmm. that does uh, the fucking uh, parts unknown, parts unknown, zero point zero productions, zero point zero. God, the cast that drunk and stupid is no way to go through life, son. The cast that they put together for that, oh, oh my God, Bruce McGill. I've always <laughs> loved Bruce McGill. There's not enough Bruce McGill. No, there's never enough fucking Bruce McGill. I, do, I, I learned to love him as MacGyver's friend, mm-hmm. and then I saw these other things, and I was like, oh, yeah. so he's just fucking awesome in everything. Dylan D Day, D Day. And isn't his character's name like like something day? Like, yeah, Daniel Lewis Daniel Day. Daniel Lewis, yeah. Daniel Day Lewis Day. I if his name was is. Daniel Lewis Day, holy shit. Zero point, point zero. zero. Don't worry, Charlie. I've got an angle. Bluto Blutowski. And just the, and and what I love with the directing of Animal House, we'll go back to that. They everybody like everybody congregated just with their own frats. Yes. And divisions formed so quickly. Yes. Yes. But that is funny. The Planet of the Apes, evidently on the original one, the extras subconsciously, without being directed to, 
they congregated according to species. Of course. During breaks and stuff. That's just chimps are the chimps arranged like oh we are uh, that's what we do. Yeah, as a people. Yeah. We like to think of ourselves when I as I say being... people, I mean the human race. Yeah. So Yeah. That's just what... fine cleavages yeah. anywhere. Uh-huh. Anywhere. Yeah. You are similar to me in this regard. Therefore, I will spend time with you because you are similar to me. But not them. Yeah. They are slightly different than us. Yes. Yes. They believe in Christianity in a slightly different way. Therefore, so, they're evil. Yeah, but we look just the same. Doesn't matter. Yeah, to... They are completely alien to us. Yes. But they're exactly the same. They're just mm. on the other side of the river. Mm. Nope. Nope. They're from another species entirely. Yep. Doesn't matter. Animals. Filthy. 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 <laughs> animals. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Listen to her devil tongue. Yeah. Exactly. Little chav. Yeah. That's all I can describe her. Some little chav. What you mean, time? <laughs> and, dude, he was head writer for Rodney Dangerfield, the Rodney Dangerfield show. Yeah. Shit, man. <laughs> and, of course, he's all over SCTV. He's yeah. fucking all over SCTV. I remember when Comedy Central announced that, oh, we've got SCTV, and they kicked it off with, like, a fucking marathon of all of it in a single shot. And I had no idea what it was, but... Oh my god, I like these people. Yeah. This is kind of cool. I'll check it out. And then you, when you, I was like, this sort of seems like a cheap Canadian version of Saturday Night Live. And you find out it's that because they had no fucking budget at yep. all. All they had was we're funny and let's do that. Let's do that thing where we're funny. Mm-hmm. But I mean, on SCTV, talk about sharpening your ability to be funny. When you are writing for John Candy, Joe Flaherty, Eugene Levy, Andrea Martin, Catherine O'Hara, Rick Moranis, Dave Thomas, Martin Short. I mean, fucking... Creepy. It's creepy when you do multiples. It becomes almost psychedelic. It does. Especially good with songs. Yeah. Example. Actually, I did it earlier with this. The fire rises. <laughs> and that's the rest of the show. But of course, Andrew Lloyd Webber has to be a real hot penis about everything. <laughs> yeah, but seriously, you look at those people, and that's who you're writing for. You know, Robin Williams popping up every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Like, Jesus Christ, if you don't get better at writing comedy with those people... You're not then, funny. Th- yeah. Nah. Nah. Nope. Nah. Sorry. And, of course, that led to, a couple years later, the Ghost Busters. The Ghost Stoppers. The Ghost Stoppers, yeah. Ghost Blasters. Mm-hmm. Ghost Smashers, Ghost what? I still think your idea for the basis for Ghostbusters 3 is fantastic. The franchise... Look... It's in it's the in goddamn the fucking movie. script. Yeah. The franchise rights alone will make us rich beyond our wildest dreams. Yeah. The third movie is set in the future, uh-huh. now, Yeah, and it is a franchise from coast to coast worldwide. Yeah. You could use different groups of comedians from different cities in different combinations uh-huh. all over the place, everywhere, going about their ghost busting. Well, and hell, if you want to get people for free, goddamn Ghost Adventures crew in a heartbeat. I'd work them go- in yeah. now. For oh, years, yeah. it was just co- comedians. Yeah. But now that this, this other bullshit's taken over, yeah. bring them in, uh-huh. um, and of course, what's going to happen? But a great, you know, apocalyptic 
supernatural events going to uh-huh. take place that yeah. you eventually have to bring in the old dog yeah. to suit back up. They have mm-hmm. not suited up in years. The yeah. shit writes itself. Exactly. It's some of the oldest goddamn stories ever. Mm-hmm. And if anybody is going to tell there. me, if you just went to Zach, Zach and Aaron and Nick and said, why don't you do this? And what we will pay you is we will let you keep the jumpsuit with your name on it afterwards. They'd probably be like, okay. Yeah. Wait, we're going to get official. Can we keep the proton packs? Hold on. Yeah. You get the mug and the balloons. <laughs> That's all you keep from Ghostbusters 2. Oh. Okay, fine. Fuck I it. would do that. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. But that shit is what, what, again, everyone wants it. But from what I understand, Murray is the big holdout on it. Bill That's Murray's fine. like, I just don't see the because He would. Not for that idea. Oh, yeah. For that idea, he it's fucking It's because bopper. they've had all this other bullshit of them going to hell. Yeah. Um, them doing this. And it's always the three guys. Mm-hmm. You don't have to carry this film anymore, guys. No. Uh-uh. Nope. Let it rest on whatever hot comedians are the big names now. And they because they would out. all fucking do it. They'd all do it. Hell yeah. Fucking the fucking, uh, what was it, the end of the world or whatever? Oh, yeah. Movie yeah. With all the celebrities? Uh-huh. Yeah. That people like. Uh, that they're uh, all this is the end. Yeah. That's the one. Uh-huh. Jump suit them up. Yeah. America likes them. Any adult comedian, any anybody, any comedian in their 30s to mid 40s, fuck yes, they would do a Ghostbusters movie. Tell me Paul movie. Rudd can't be a Ghostbuster? Yeah, yes. Tell me he wouldn't knock someone over to be a Ghostbuster? Uh-huh. Seth Rogen? Seth Rogen just sat up. Yeah. Like, like you're not going to have one that had my what? name on it? What? Yes. Yeah, you'd have your own. Yeah. Yeah. It would be great. Mm-hmm. You, it, uh, Fucking Will Sasso. They could goddamn 10-minute podcast guys Whoever. would be on that tomorrow. It Will Sasso would fucking kill somebody to do that. Yeah. You could have different, you know, you have the L.A. section, a New York yeah. section, New York comedians, Boston comedians. Yeah. A whole California group with Joe Rogan Are you trying gonna... to fucking jujitsu a ghost. Yeah, dude, you want to tell me fucking Bill Burr as a goddamn Boston? I fucking love it. Is that fucking ghost in there is what it is. Great. You, fucking... you can have a whole series of films. You can have three more films. How yeah. about that? Done. How about that? Mm-hmm. William Murray. So. Yeah. Make that shit happen. Woody Harrelson. Oh, God. I don't know. <laughs> fucking Zombieland with Bill Murray is still. <laughs> and what I love is. I, I, Bill fucking Murray. I saw that before I even knew there was a guest cameo in it. I saw that. Oh, opening, yeah. I was like. I had no idea. What? And then, of course, you get Bill ghost busting ass. Murray. Murray. <laughs> yeah. And this, honestly, I have to put Ghostbusters is. Part of the reason Bill Murray, well, that almost the whole reason Bill Murray still held on as much as he has, just because it, it, for guys like us, we fucking grew up wanting to be him. Yeah. I didn't just want to be him. I wanted to be a Ghostbuster. I wanted that to be my job. Mm -hmm. It was the perfect combination of all that supernatural horse shit, but not too much Mm -hmm. and funny, but not not a complete, you know, goofy romp the whole way through. It was perfect. Yeah, it was. It was. Perfect film. It is. It is. It's exactly what we want it to be. Mm. Feels like a lie. Feels like a lie. It's perfect. And then, of course, follow that up. Back to school. Holy shit. That thing is goddamn hilarious. Oh, man. Rodney Dangerfield. Again, that is shit where it's just like, let Hook and Rodney just do what he wants. Yeah. (sighs) Oh, man. And still, to this day, the best fucking sandwich in the yeah. history of film. The hors d'oeuvre sandwich. Yeah. With the beer in the pocket. Yep. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> I get you. I get him. But what's with the dwarf? That, that 
if I ran an Alamo, I would have a back to school quote along. Uh huh. And you would be able to order a tray of hors d'oeuvres and hollowed out bread and canned beer. Uh-huh. Pick up the canned beer before you go into the theater. Yeah, and you have, you to, have to take it out of your pocket. Yeah. Yep. Or you're not getting it. Mm-hmm. Period. Has to go oh, into your pocket. Oh, you yeah. don't know what that means? Yeah. Then why are you at this film? Yeah. Get out. You love movies, right? Mm-hmm. Movie fan? <laughs> yeah. Huh? <laughs> I mean, Downey Jr. killing it. Yes. Uh, you know, it has, again, fucking uh, Bill Zabka yeah. as the bad guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. got a cramp. Maybe it's minstrel. Fuck you, Melon. <laughs> Whoever wrote your paper doesn't know the first thing about Kurt Vonnegut. <laughs> What, are you going to have NASA do my astronomy homework? Yeah. (laughs) Screw you, Vonnegut. Yeah. Oh, and that dorm room. Holy shit. Oh, my God. How great would that have been? Four? Picture every 15 minutes so someone passes out, then bring it every eight minutes. (laughs) Or whatever the line is. Four? (laughs) Oh, man. Should I yell two? (laughs) And when shit, he he also wrote Club Paradise and Armed and Dangerous. I have very little memory of Club Paradise. I remember seeing it a bunch. I, these are two movies that when I was a kid, I watched you know 30 times each. I didn't have to watch any of these 30 times each because I found Ghostbusters mm. and watched Ghostbusters, right. finished it, and then watched Blazing Saddles. Uh, and then I kind of went... Those were hard to find down in Panama. So it was like, these yeah. are the ones... He had rugs made of human hair. <laughs> when he talks to Eugene, the judge talks to Eugene Levy, you are possibly the worst lawyer I've ever seen in my life. I will put this man away so long that he won't remember your name when he gets out if you promise me you will never practice law again. Yes, Your Honor. <laughs> oh, dude. It's so fucking... It's just good. It's just good. Now, here's where it gets weird because it goes into shit that like, oh, no, I thought he was only getting credit for characters. He wrote Caddyshack 2. Hey, man. The uh, house don't pay for itself. That's true. That's true. And I would have written it too. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. What the fuck? Movie's all over the goddamn place. But it really it was, is. Mrs. Esther House. Mrs. Notwithstanding. Mrs. Esther House was Jackie Mason. It's fucking just Jackie Mason and that shit up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he is just the best. I love Jackie Mason. Can't help it. He just doesn't give a fuck what anyone no, thinks. No, he it's does great. not give a damn. And I when they had two is more proof of it. Yeah, when they had him on the Penn and Teller uh, episode about gun control, he's like, "Yeah, they have guns because then the little Jew could protect them." Like, well, all right, yes. Jack, tell yes. me more, Jackie. Um, yet this one was just—it's one of those that was on cable every goddamn day when I got home from school for yeah. for a while. It was you know 1988 going to it would have been on cable 89. I was fucking 14. Yeah. 14 year old, you'll watch this shit over and over. Yes. I also realized technically it's a it's a sequel to the jerk. Yeah, because he's Hartoonian. Yeah. He plays Hartoonian in both of them. So technically it's a sequel. <laughs> so people should understand that. It's a sequel. Um oh and Diane Cannon. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Diane Cannon. That's all I'm Barbaric. saying. Barbaric indeed. Um, and I, I want to see, do they do it specifically, Spooks, references? It, it All it says is that it references the jerk. So that, yeah, that's enough for me. Yep. That's enough for me. He's the kind of the person who farts in a bathtub and eats the bubbles. Man. Wow. And then Ghostbusters 2. Yes, yes, yes. Ghostbusters 2. I don't think I've ever seen it beginning to end in one sitting, but I have seen all of it. I have. Cobbled many, together many, for many, times. Many, many times. Uh-huh. 
even though it was years between it, right? Um, uh, yeah, it was. It did feel a bit. It was rushed. like f- f- uh, five years yeah. between them. There's really no reason. Yeah, that that wasn't funnier. Yeah. Oh no, there's it's no plenty, reason. There's whatsoever. plenty of funny parts. Yeah, plenty of funny, funny parts. Uh huh. But it doesn't have the same glue, and I don't know if anything ever could. Well, um, even come close to touching Ghostbusters. It's because right? you know how Ghostbusters didn't really have the plot come until the, yeah. this one felt way too plot heavy. Like they were trying to put things in it so that you'll know it's about something. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, right off the bat. Yeah. You know, here comes the big bad, and uh-huh. it's all on the line mm-hmm. with. Um, uh, wasn't he also Vigo the Butch? <laughs> I d- I don't know. <laughs> I don't know any of this. Vigo, that's a line from the movie. And I, I just know that it was far too dependent on slime. Yes. Slime and New York being an awful place. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 That's what they relied on. I mean, the, the, um, the bad vibes of New York is right. what this, the big bad was um, drawing its energy from. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this ooze was being, it was part of the energy that, brought the bad guy into existence and he was using this energy against uh-huh. the people of the city and blah, blah, blah. And that was all like, yeah, that makes sense in a a Buffy script. But yeah. this is... Uh, well, and then there was care. too much weird shit where it's like, well, we have to have a giant thing walks down the street, so the slime dances when it hears music. And so they use that to... Have, yeah, she could take it. She's a harbor chick. Right. It's the only line I remember from that movie. Sigourney Weaver... Had to be broken up from Vankman and have right. a kid from somebody else. It's just that felt like, well, when you have something that represents today's modern woman, yeah, kind of well, thing. I don't know what that was about. The problem, the problem, I think, is if you go back to the kind of populism of of uh, of his writing style, the Ghostbusters had to somehow be knocked back down a peg or two, so they were the little guy again, and that I think weakened it. Some, if it had been. They're the powerful guys having to get back to, to their roots. <clears throat> oh, yeah. They didn't yeah. have to be. It's not a black and white game. Yeah. A, a zero-sum game. They mm-hmm. didn't, have to, didn't have to be the Ghostbusters were all rich and famous in the second right. movie. It could just be the next big adventure for the Ghostbusters. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, you can't have that. Why not? Yeah. Why can't we have that? Mm-hmm. People want more of that. Yeah. Give it to them. Uh-huh. Doesn't have to be dumb. It doesn't have to be simple. Right. But it can be fucking funny. Yeah. Without overthinking all of this. Uh, you're, and you're, that may have been the issue. Yeah, you're making a sequel to one of the most beloved funny films ever made. Just do it again. Lock into I what guess, people probably. liked about it, and that was the funny. Yeah. You know. If anything, now you can just focus on more ghosty stuff. Hell yeah. Maybe you can have a couple more members. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean you have to be. You know. Yeah. Have my, them... my not my uh, Ghostbusters three idea. Yeah. If Ghostbusters three idea, then you wow they are so high and mighty. Then then you can bring them down. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Bump done. Ah! Mm-hmm. I'm an idea man, but I can't exactly. get anything done here. Yeah. So nah, we're come on, people, <sighs> pull some strings. Mo, I don't know, mo, mo, people that like to type. Come on, yeah, motherfuckers, let's make this happen. Make, make it happen. Well, I mean, we could write it. We just have to, you know. God, it's so hard and it's. Awful. Uh, I can't do this. I need to have drinks in me. Yeah. Explain this earlier. This, uh, here's what's far good. more pliable to do things when I've had a few. Yeah. Oh, we all are. Now, anyway, I think the next one might be the best thing he ever wrote. Okay. Groundhog Day. That is. Well, because the other ones are, might be a lot funnier, but Groundhog Day is, is just so fucking, everything about it is so cool. You know, 
the yeah. the concept, the story arc, the redemption, the way you can kind of relate to some parts of it, and it was very nearly ruined oh. by the writing. Right. Have you heard, okay? Why does it happen to him? Mm. You don't know. Um, well, evidently, I don't know if they filmed it, but it was definitely written. A scene where an ex of Bill Murray's character goes to see like a like a voodoo lady and puts a curse on him. Oh dear. This is very much my demon lover. Yeah, that very much destroys it. That entirely fucking ruins it. Doesn't have to be a reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what makes it so great. <laughs> There's no reason, so when he gets done with it, oh, it's, oh. It doesn't have to be a reason. Uh, speaking of things that don't need a reason, uh-huh. people need to do more of that, especially in the horror world, and this yeah. brings to mind something I just watched. Uh, this thing called Oculus. Uh-huh. WWE Studios. Okay. Thing. So initially, you're like, mm, God, this is going to be absolutely terrible. Right. And it's not the fucking Exorcist or The right. Shining. Uh-huh. It's not going to be winning any awards anytime soon. Uh-huh. But it's about a cursed mirror. Okay. That's, That's it. it. Okay, good. It's a cursed item in a house. Uh-huh. And it did this item in this house kill this many people or, or had a hand mm. in their deaths. Blah, 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 blah. Up to the current owner of the uh, the mirror. And so on and so forth. Whatever. Madness ensues. Mm-hmm. Wackiness. There is no reason given. Awesome. It just is. Apparently this director also wrote and directed a thing called Absentia about a tunnel. And I can't remember his name, so forgive me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's about a tunnel. And his, I haven't watched this one yet. His father disappeared or his wife disappeared or somebody. Disappearances of a few people. Just about a tunnel. Just right. about a bad place. Okay. No reason given. Just something bad. Yeah. You don't need a reason all the time. Well, Karen Gillian's in it? Yes. It's written and directed by Mike Flanagan. That's the one. Oh, well, and Katie Sackhoff. Huh? Yeah, plays her mother. What? Okay, I'm down. You, 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 you fucking got me on this it's one. Good. It's yeah. Good. Well, because it, it's not trying to explain every goddamn thing. Well, it's what I told my creative writing students. I'm like, if you're writing a movie about time travel, what's the least important thing in that? Well, it's like... How the time machine works. No one cares. No one cares. No one needs to. Fuck capacitor. What is the single greatest time travel movie ever made? Time Rider. Oh, well. Do we ever get any explanation whatsoever of how that works? No. No? Do we we need it? No, he bangs his grandma. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's all we need to know. And I love how that got thrown in in the fucking, like, cut to credits. Like. Need to have that line. And she went on to become matriarch of this. What? What? Of the Swan family. What? Did he just fuck his? Gra- what just what? happened? What? Good lord! To quote uh, Professor Farnsworth from Futurama, "Whatever, Mister, I'm my own grandpa." Because <laughs> this is so gross. It's so gross. <sighs> no one needed that. No one wanted that. It's a terrible, terrible thing to do. It's awful. Yeah, but um, yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, and in comedy, you can use that as well. Exactly. You don't exactly. Need, you don't need any of that shit. No. He's he's repeating the day because he's repeating the day. Yeah, because now he sit down. Evidently, is an asshole who needs to repeat right. the day. It's like Twilight Zone. Yeah. Why did that happen? Who fucking knows? Yeah, don't matter. Why is the doll alive? Why is Robert Duvall going to that place to see the little dolls move? I don't know. Mm. Who fucking knows? Because it needs to happen mm-hmm. for this story to work. That's what happens. So, ba-ba. Give in to the wonder, cocksucker. <laughs> exactly. That's that's our, that that should be our uh, first bumper t-shirt. sticker. Yeah. Give in to the wonder, cocksucker. cocksucker. 
The Film Thugs the Movie film Show. The Film Thugs Movie Show. I like it. I do, too. There it is. Um, Picture perfect. I paint a picture. Bomb the hoochies with precision. Ain't nothing but a gangster party. I'm sorry, that, that is the one video that will never be not funny to me. No, it's... it's Just good. because she's so tiny and such a chav. Yeah. And that fucking hell comes out without a... set. That was not a... No. Oh, my God, that child uses that a lot. And here... Okay, wait, Perfectly wait, wait, organic. Go quick, quick aside here. That was posted on something I saw online. On Facebook, something posted in all these... There is nothing funny about a child using that word. Oh, gee, just another reason that this country's going to hell. First off, she's English, you fuckwit. But um, all of this, like, oh, there's nothing funny about it. Yes, everything is funny about it. Because a child has no idea what it means. And the parents are kind of, oh, God, no. It's Uh, funny. Yeah. Deal with it, stupid. Yeah. But with, with... I love the progression in... Groundhog Day of just across the board. My favorite moment might well be, uh, so what did you major in in college? Oh, French poetry. What a waste of time. <laughs> just the immediate go, fucking idiot. That's what you are. Uh, but no, Groundhog Day is one of those, I, I, I remember seeing it like opening night in the theater with my mm. mom. Because wow. it came out in fucking 1993. No? Yeah, I think I did see it with my mom. Would have been, you know, 17, 18 when that came out. I didn't see it till a lot later. I loved it. Yeah. I fucking thought it was phenomenal. It is a classic. And analyze this. It has the best line of dialogue that Robert De Niro has ever spoken in a movie. It's like uh, when he introduces, him, he introduces himself to someone as, uh, I'm Paul Vitti. He goes, oh, Paul Vitti the gangster. And he goes, I oh, see, I, that's not a nice way. I, do I meet you? And I go, oh, you mean so-and-so the hot on? <laughs> or I don't know what's a better line that one or uh, I want a sandwich well what kind of sandwich ain't too fattening a half a sandwich he's right <laughs> I don't know why that line because he shrugs a half a sandwich and it's a sandwich sandwich not a sandwich or a sammy no, not a, a sandwich that's how I like to say it I, I sadly remember very little of those two lines of dialogue and nothing else you. You are good. No, no, I'm really, I'm not. Yes, you, you are. are. Yes. No. You. 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 Hey. Oh. Well, okay. Oh, oh, I got to tell you something that annoyed me from the uh, um, Emmys last week. Oh, yes, the Emmys. The feedback from this. This is what pissed me off. Um, they showed all, you know, the Billy Crystal comes out and does a fucking gorgeous tribute to Robin yeah. Williams. And then they show this, all these routines, all these bits from him. And a really hacky bit where he borrows a scarf from a woman in the audience and like... Welcome to Iraq. Yeah. Help me. And the number of people on, like, on Twitter, the number of people like, great, now all I know about Robin Williams is, is he was some racist old man who was on a bunch of TV, a bunch of talk shows. That right there, people, they, they're not condemning the fact that, oh, here's an area where women aren't treated well. It's, oh, he's such a racist for having done that. Yep. I, uh, yeah, that your expression says it all. You, uh, don't honestly don't know what to do with those people. I, yeah, neither do um, I. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Those are the people who are like, "There's nothing funny about a little girl saying that <laughs> word." But of course, Andrew Lloyd Webber has to be a real hot. 
penis about everything. <laughs> yeah, that just... Wow, so you, that's all you got from it, because yeah. that's all you wanted to get from it. Didn't even occur to me. Nope. But then again, I'm a blatant racist. Yeah. So. All that occurred to me with that was, oh, this is just kind of hacky. Like, uh, okay, yeah. scarf, you covered your face. Okay. Okay, I mean, well, he was... There's, there's said, a million... What can you do with this scarf? I remember yeah. that uh, actor studio bit. Yeah, there's like, a... What can you do? Oh, this, 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 just yeah. throwing something off the cuff. It's not like you sat down and said, yeah. okay, uh, what can I write about Iraq and well, how I feel about it? It's because I think the only reason I felt it was that there was a million funnier things they could have shown from him. But oh, yeah, whatever, yeah. Of course. The whole thing could have been clips from fucking Mork and Mindy. But just because he did that, you know, doesn't mm, mean... He's a racist. That's not what he's doing. He was Jewish. Yeah. So. Yeah. So there it is. Um, you are the lead <laughs> asshole in the state. Collectively. Yes. Then bedazzled, which um, honestly, I, I re- the only line from that that I that I genuinely fucking love was Brendan Fraser coming downstairs and saying, "Perdóname, no me no hablo español." <laughs> just in perfect fucking Spanish, he throws it out and just freezes. Huh? And Elizabeth Hurley looked really, really, really all right in that movie. Yes. Because let's be honest, she's such a pig in everything else. Oh, I mean, yeah. oh. oh, my God. She's just. Oh, no, no. The religious ritual <laughs> perfumed by the incense of burning flesh. That's right. And childhood dreams oh. are not kicked awake. By nightmares of abuse. That's what her looks sound like mm-hmm. to me before Bedazzled. Yeah. Just, ugh. And now, oh. Ever, I mean, it's, she, she, yeah. She's one of those women who's just stunning. And then they, they were like, oh, yeah, let's, 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 let's pretty her up as much as possible in this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. I'll take it, yeah. But I, I seriously, I think I saw it all the way through. I don't remember if I saw it all the way through. I had a roommate who really thought that was the cat's pajamas. Really? Uh, he was he had no interest in seeing the original, which is, of course, funnier. I mean, but well, Dudley doesn't... Moore and Peter Cook were funny yeah. in something. Yeah. Hmm. Toad a la page. <laughs> I... But she is prettier to look at than either one of those. Oh, God, yes. So, okay. Anytime I picture Peter Cook and Dudley Moore, it's the, the, the Toad and Peach... It's really quite disgusting. <laughs> or, um, Dad, where did I come from? Well, your mother sat in a chair that I had recently sat in but was still warm from my presence. <laughs> Dad, I'm worried because I got out of my chair and the cat sat in it. <laughs> it's really quite, quite, quite delightful. Quite delightful. Um, but hell, after that, it kind of went into an area that I'm like, oh, okay. I mean, he did the story for year one. Yeah. Um, and boy, a whole lot of Ghostbusters shit popping up after that. Um, but Bedazzled then led to Analyze That, which I never saw. Mm, nor so I. I'm good. Uh, and he then popped up in a bunch of other things as, you know, an actor and shit like that. I mean, he, he directed four episodes of The Office. Yeah. He, um, um, this was surprising. He was Rob's dad in High Fidelity, but all his scenes were cut. Really? Yeah. Uh, he actually directed uh, the Stuart Smalley movie, Stuart Saves His Family, which is oh, Lord. a fucking really good movie. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's really quite good. Um, but yeah, for, for, his direct, for his acting, I loved him in uh, Knocked Up. Yes. No pills, no powders. That's when I always told you about drugs. Like, <laughs> oh, fucking hell, man. That's nice. 
You know, have some fucking and true common sense advice. Very, very true. Yeah, but now, right, uh, dude, Ramus was just one of those guys that you could always count on. You know, mm-hmm. he was he was that fucking he was gonna work it. He was gonna make it fucking work. And uh, it's 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 yeah, he, he had a great life. I mean, hell. The 80s, honestly, you look at the fucking funniest movies from the 80s. This, this motherfucker is eye to eye with Mel Brooks. Yeah. In some regards, so, um, well, for the uh, 80s. Well, well, for, for the, the 80s, 80s for certain, definitely. For yeah. sure. And um, they both kind of lost their way towards right. the end uh-huh. of, their, of their careers. Um, but after that, you really don't have anything else to prove. Yeah. I mean, when you're... I have, I have a hard time bagging on Harold Ramis's older stuff, yeah. like Multiplicity, which I was not a fan of. Right. And I was so excited about it. Uh-huh. So I like Michael Keaton. I like right. Harold Ramis. I thought, this is going to be fucking hilarious. This will work. I thought the same thing with Steve Martin and Eddie Murphy when they did Bowfinger. I'm like, oh, Christ. This is going to be... Oh. I liked Bowfinger, but it very much... It was a very Steve Martin style of comedy where it's just... Uh, I'm kind of doing my so, weirdness. But, but before that they gave me you know all of this treasure animal house caddyshack ghostbusters mm-hmm. those three alone stripes fucking icing on the cake absolutely everything else that you throw in there it's so oh but when your foundation is that strong you're good you know it, it's, yeah, it's oh you didn't make something that i find as funny as yeah. those films later on so, oh problem. so at a point you stopped making the funniest movies ever made <laughs> oh okay you're such a hack and probably a racist. Oh well, clearly <laughs> easy to go to racist I on everything. Oh wow! <laughs> uh, genuinely, genuinely, Ramus is one of those cats that you know you miss. You know, yeah, we, we absolutely. Might not have loved everything he did, but everything that he did that I loved, I loved a whole lot. Uh, um, you know? Still love to this day, dearly. Yeah, yeah. And those are the films his. His films, Mel Brooks films, mm-hmm. these that are kind of in the same wheelhouse, I've watched over and over and over and over again. And mm-hmm. I can't tell you some modern movie that I can say this. No, uh-uh. Before. No. I just can't. I mean, uh, just, what? Uh, <laughs> those are the things that are always kind of playing at some point in the universe. Yeah. Or in the world multi- multiverse. Uh-huh. The version of me watching one of these movies right. at all times. No There's human being in my head. would stack, stack books like this. Get her. That was your whole plan. Get her. That was your plan. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. All yeah. of it uh, is always playing somewhere in the back of my head. Yeah, yeah. So. Lucky well, it's you. A, it's right? a part of who we are. Thank you very much for that, sir. Yes, indeed. Ugh. So does that wrap us up on this? Yes, it does. All right. Well, um, thank you for listening. Uh, check out the www.thefilmthugs.com for uh, all manner of information, old shows, new shows, uh, links to places where you can buy things to help support the show. Um, I'm still trying to get the fucking Amazon links to work again. That really pisses me off that they don't, but whatever. Um, what else? Uh, uh, Twitter, Facebook, yep. Skype, the underscore films, Vine. underscore thugs. Vine, check out uh, 512-666-RANT. Dial that number and leave a message. It'll be mm-hmm. awesome. Uh, Twitter, Facebook, the underscore film underscore thugs on on uh, Skype. Yeah. Uh, is there anything we're missing on that? Uh, buh? Oh. I thought you were going to play fucking hell. Oh, Jesus. I was like, <laughs> why are you pointing at me? What did Come I do? On, if I, I forget something? Oh. You are the least.
No, go ahead. Shoot him out. <laughs>